Wow. Oof. I'm scared to, to put my feet there. It's so holy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> thank you so much, family. And thank you, Stan. Thank you, Heather. Oh, what a wonderful family. Bless you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sharon, for making this and the leadership of the house. Thank you very much for this moment. And uh, I honor you all highly because he's God and he's wonderful. I love him very much because he's the one that brought joy to my life. And because I wasn't a joyful person before, but now I'm rejoicing very well and I'm loving God in an extremely way. They, I live in Nelspreet. Uh, God is great and is wonderful. <sighs> when I saw a higher stage like this, I saw, I was happy, so we are going to do the stage diving today. <laughs> <laughs> one by one jumping catch <laughs> we've been at the conferences where people do the stage drivings as well I said my goodness <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this baby is what I can say you feel heavy the truth Speak your truth early. Don't delay speaking your truth. Because when you speak late your truth, the people will not receive it. Normally, up in Africa, whatever you have, you have to tell your family before they put you into their ceremonies. Once you give your life to Jesus, tell the whole your family. I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus. From now forth, I'm no longer going in this ceremony. I'm no longer going in that one. I'm no longer participating in this. Tell them all. Otherwise, late is, does not help. I mean, if you don't eat pork, tell us before we kill our pork. It is very good. In advance, say, I don't eat pork. I don't eat pig. And then we will know that you don't eat pork. Because the pork's special. In our area, the pork speaks English. <laughs> Whoa, my goodness. Very true. Take a knife. You put on the throat of the pork. Pork will start speaking. Please, please, please. When it's a hard knife on the throat, Pog speaks English. My goodness. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't laugh too much. We are in church. <laughs> and don't forget that we are in church anyway. <laughs> well, <clears throat> this baby, beside yesterday, because yesterday we were here having a prophetic round table. I don't know how many people was here. 
yesterday. Oh, just few people. Great, wonderful. So, I was here in this house again in 2010. Uh, it was the same month of August in 2010 with Randy Clark and Tom Jones. So, we were here. We ministered here again. But today, I'm so excited to be in the house again. They say when you go to a place for the first time, you go as a visitor. When you go the second time, you go as a friend. When you go the third time, you go as a family. So, <laughs> I started laughing already as a family the first time I came here. Why? Because of the freedom in the house. So amazing, so great. And uh, we are saving a good God. It's all amazing. And uh, I live just next to the school in Nelspreet. Mm, baby uh, Sharon knows my house as well and some few people. And uh, they, another day, well, that was in Maputo. <clears throat> At the school, a little girl was crying, very crying. And the girl, the teacher went to that girl that was crying. My girl, please stop crying. The girl started continuing, even crying even more harder. My girl, I tell you, stop crying. The girl was crying. And uh, the man said, my girl, you know what? When you keep on crying like this, you are going to grow up very ugly. The girl immediately stopped crying. He said, what you say, ma'am? And the ma'am said, mm -hmm, I tell you, when you keep on crying, you are going to grow up very ugly. So the girl said, ma'am, it means you cried a lot all your life, eh? <clears throat> so we are indeed, we continue. <laughs> Hallelujah. So whatever you speak, you have to know your answer in advance. We are in church still, sorry. <laughs> we are serving a good God tonight. As I came here, I saw so much freedom. I saw so much laughter. I saw the people dancing. There was a little girl that has a pop was dancing. She blessed me so much. I don't know where she is. It is somewhere. She really blessed me. Because the kingdom of God goes very well. Uh, with the enjoying the Lord. It's always great. Oh my goodness. The house is so quiet. Let's get in the Bible. And so. <laughs> ooh, God is good. First King, First King chapter 18. In First King chapter 18. There is a story. We all know. The story is the story of difficulties. There was a season of difficulties in the land of Israel long, long time ago. So, but in the midst of difficulties, God loves to rise up his people. And most of the God's people are seen in the time, the moment of difficulties. Well, I've been going to Israel I don't know how many times. I go to Two times a year, I know most of the congregation in Israel. I stood and speak, most of the congregation. 
I go there in January. I go there in September. Apparently, next month, 26, I'm going back to Israel. Sharon joined us another time with a 55-people group. We went there. We had a good time and come back. Every single year, I go sometimes two times, sometimes three times. And I love the book written by Tom Hayes in Israel there. The name of the book says, Will Africa be blessed or cursed? It's an amazing book. I always, when I go there, I buy by boxes. When I come, I give to the people. Will Africa be blessed or cursed? It's the story from 1960s. All the way what is happening in the country, special in Africa and other places. And I love that book. So it's amazing. We are serving a good God. He's a great God. In First King chapter 18, verse, uh, maybe start uh, verse 3 and 4, there is a story of, let me just open it. It's going to be good when I open it. Okay. God is good. And Ahab had called Obadiah, who was in charge of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. Okay? For so it was while Jezebel massacred the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah had taken 100 prophets and hid them, 50 in a cave, and had fed them with bread and water. I don't know why I'm reading this scripture right here in Durban, but I believe that God has a, a plan for it. And uh, God cannot bring something forth where there is no a reason. Great. So this time in the land of Israel, Elijah stopped rain from raining. And he say, as I'm here uh, before the Lord, there will be no rain, no dew for three and a half years. Indeed, according to the words of Elijah, there was no rain. In Israel. So, because there was no rain in Israel, there was a massive of starvation. The people were struggling, no food. The time of the people could live in cooking, the people, because there was completely starvation. Well, in the midst of that, there was an event that had happened. What was the event? The event of God displaying Himself by answering by fire, still in Israel. But that is not my point. The point was the rise of the hetra, the murderer. So what this lady was doing, the wife of King Ahab, what was he doing? He was going slaughtering the prophets of God. As he was going around slaughtering the prophet of God, there was a man in his own house. And this man, his name is Obadiah. It means the servant of the Lord. Obadiah is the servant of the Lord. He was in charge of the house of King Ahab. 
And in the midst of starvation, in the midst of famine, but this man feared the Lord. And because of that, this man got hundred prophets and he hired them. And he put them in the cave. You stay in this cave and 50 in the, another cave. And this time was the time that no even grass could not be found. Not even to feed anything. But Obadiah got water to give to the prophet. Obadiah got what? Bread and feed 50 men. Just to think about it. In the midst of starvation. In the midst of suffering and struggling. But this man, because of fearing the Lord, he did so much by feeding 100 people. And if it was us, well, me too, I'm struggling. How can I feed one person while I'm struggling? But Obadiah began feeding these people. Yes, you never know what God does. Few years we were all struggling, the time of COVID. I believe there were some Obadiahs feeding the community. Okay. So I believe that what God is saying today is you will be breadbasket of Africa. Family, you will be a breadbasket of Africa. We cannot say the struggle is over or what. But what we are saying, let this be a time of the rise of Obadiahs. When another COVID come, when another struggle come, our prayer is let God rise up Obadiahs. Obadiahs that will know how to feed the house of God. Oh my goodness. I think we are hearing something. We are hearing something. The time of COVID, COVID came. And immediately, until today, I don't know what had happened. Another man stopped by my gate at school. He handed over 25,000. He say, feed the people. I said, my goodness, how will I feed the people? Now it's a lockdown. What shall we do? I call another pastor, Pastor Derek Chester Brown from Secunda. I said, I just got a miracle yesterday. Someone gave me 25,000. What shall I do? He said, okay, if you want to help the people, you buy the vouchers from camp ticket, camp ticket or camp ticket or whatever. Buy the voucher. You send those vouchers on cell phone so that the people take that number with their cell phone, that voucher to shop right, and then they will collect their food. I said, my goodness, what a good news. All the, during that time, we were feeding 120 people. 120 people from all around. Some another old elder lady that I know is from Bloemfontein. Another lady was as in Limpopo. But we were feed, sending that 
vouchers every night. I was in my office, buying the vouchers, just put the cell phone numbers, and then you say send, and then it goes. God that we are saving. I believe that Deben is going to be a headquarter to feed Africa. When you come and present yourself before the Lord, it's not for yourself. Remember about that. When you come and present before the Lord, Lord, I'm presenting myself here. You are presenting yourself from, from you, for your wife, for your children, for your wife, and for everyone that is behind her is waiting for that anointing. Oh, hallelujah. And uh, another day, <clears throat> I was just ministering at Campus USE in California there. Before I ministered at University of Southern California, they say you have to go to the office first. I went to that office. They said, okay, as you are here, we can allow you to minister. But, few things you must not mention. So what? Don't mention about hell. Don't mention about heaven. Don't mention about repentance. So these are the things that we don't want. It's controversial. Don't mention about weddings. So okay. It's fine. They brought mobile stage rolling out. They rolled the mobile stage. They brought there. They stretched it. Came there. The sound instrument. Lot of students. This is in California, Los Angeles, campus USE. As I was ministering, I have to understand I must not mention heaven, I must not mention repentance, I must not mention about hell. What a girl. Before I finish speaking, all the people started running, going forward, coming to repent. I didn't tell them, repent, the kingdom of God is here. Themselves, they felt the need to come and repent. They say, okay, uh, tonight again, we give you the, the, the auditorium at the theater. You have to speak there. And that night was massive, massive. Today, when I go back there, we do the TV shows and then whatever and whatever. So family, believe God exists. God is real. God is wonderful. It's altogether amazing. What he wants is to train us to become the steward of the kingdom. And once we become the stewards of the kingdom, what is the most important is to see another person next to us. Let me ask you, what is love? Love is to know how to give attention to the person next to you. That is the true love. What is joy? Joy is to have a conscience without offense to one another. That is the true joy. Once you walk in this, you will be blessed. What is light? Light is the gathering of the saints together in love. That is the true light. 
without any hidden agendas to one another. We are going somewhere. We love him because he loved us first. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. When you serve God with all your heart, God blesses you so much. And let's continue doing that. It's good, it's great, it's wonderful. I traveled, I'm from the jungle anyway. I'm from the jungle. Our village, no car, no even uh, your car, you can live 40 kilometers away. That is the nearest road that you can put your car, and then you have to walk into inland. But that jungle, today, the Lord transformed me from that jungle. In 2008, I was ministering in Vatican from February 8 to 11. Ministering in Vatican in Rome, there at a place called La Mundo Melior. In the English says, the better world. Indeed, even this week, as you maybe you saw on TV or whatever, I was supposed to be with a Pope in Lisbon. One million people are gathered at a moment in Lisbon. I refused that invitation. I said, I'm not coming. It's better for me to be in Durban because God wants to do something there. Thank you, Jesus. And then I said to myself, God, I needed the reality. I needed the truth. I've been everywhere. Russia, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, China, India, everywhere. Argentina, Brazil, this side, Australia, every city. Brisbane, Gold Coast, Baron Bay, Adelaide, everywhere. Ministering. I don't want to win the world and lose my soul. What can a man guy to win the whole world and lose his own soul? What is the truth is to love him with all your heart, all your mind, all your understanding. That is where I'm standing for. He is real. He is real. 2005, I went to Sudan in Khartoum. A trip that I will never, never forget. That night, I landed in Khartoum, big city, about 10 million people, the Khartoum. That evening, they killed the vice president, John Karanga, on a helicopter, cra on a helicopter crash. And the next day, I left Khartoum. That time, I was traveling with a big Bible. The Bible that when you carry it, the people, the people at the mall will not greet you. So I encourage you, don't go with a big Bible to the mall. No one will greet you. Even the Christian will not greet you. Ooh, the Christian is so embarrassed. So anyway, <clears throat> I went, got into the public bus. I went to my refugee camp. When I arrived there in my refugee camp, I started ministering in the refugee camp. Something that I saw there, I've never seen it before. 
A group of people, about 100 or 200 people, they were following me around in the refugee camp, in the tents, around. As I was preaching, I looked behind. There was hundreds and hundreds of people cheering me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm preaching. I said, my goodness, this is a, a breakthrough. After I finished there, I got into the public bus again with my Bible. Halfway from my refugee camp to Khartoum, the war broke. The southern Sudanese, they were fighting against the northern Sudanese. And the southern Sudanese, they are very dark in skin. And the northern Sudanese, they are very light, the skin. So they are killing one another. Now, we, the bus driver said, everybody out, everybody out. We jump. We are running. I'm running this side. I saw it. Oh, no, this side is too much. Let me run to this side. Not knowing I was running from the good place, I'm going to the baddest place. <laughs> we are saving a good God family. God, this God is amazing. As I was running ahead behind me, another guy dropped the Bible, threw away your Bible, threw away your Bible. But I was going. As I come into the group, there was no way that I could come, turn back and run away. I closed my eyes. I knew I'm going to die. And then I just don't want to die watching. I closed my eyes with my Bible, diving into the group. As I was running, running in the group, the people are screaming, yo, 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 yo. I'm diving inside. Later on, a few minutes later, I felt nothing had happened. I thought a spear, I thought a machete, I thought anything could happen right there. Nothing did happen. I said, my goodness, what is that? I opened my eyes. I was standing by Acropolis Hotel. Downtown Khartoum. How did it happen? I cannot tell you. The living God didn't send helicopter to snatch me. Didn't send maybe the big bird to carry me away. But was instantly of one second, I was transported to Khartoum. God! 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 Hayamakochi Takabari. I look Acropolis Hotel, climbing up to the lobby. I got a man, his name David. I still remember that man. My shirt, blood this side, blood this side. Where are you from? I told him, please, I need help. What help? Just a phone call. I want to call Dr. Roland Baker. So okay, of course. I call Roland. Roland said, give the man the phone, I want to speak to him. Roland Baker spoke to that man to fix my flight. Khartoum is far away. To fix my flight, Roland was going to pay him the money so that I can fly coming home from Khartoum to Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. From Addis Ababa back to Johannesburg and to come home. This God, that God of miracle. God that stands forever. So if there is a little bit of doubt, remove that doubt. 
Become a hand for someone. Become a feet for someone. Become a ears for someone. Become a servant of the Lord over dear. Deben, please I beg you. This is the season to become a over dear. Once you become over dear, you will see the surprises of God been blessing you. Mightly and powerful. We saw him working miracle. Few, doc- few documentaries. Another documentary. Maybe some of you have watched the movie called Holy Ghost Reborn. I am also on that movie. Darren from US, he came with the film crew in Nelspreet. And that was a surprise visit. When he came, I'm sharing this testimony because he's already out there on a Holy Ghost report. You can go and check it yourself. So when, you, when he came, he said, surprise, we are here. We want to capture what God is doing. I said, Dad, we don't have activities right now. But what we can do is that let's go for a hunt. He said, oh, no, I can't waste my time. We are not here to come for a hunt. I said, yes, no, but we are going to hunt for witch doctors. I said, okay, no, if it's the hunt for witch doctors, let's do it. Yes, indeed. Most of the time there in El Spirit, we go hunting for witch doctors. God is good. God is so wonderful. So let's go. Got into the car. We drove to a place out in the village. We went around praying for people. Finally, we got a witch doctor. Ella lady, she was blind and crippled. Yet, she was a witch doctor to help other people. All right? So, we began praying for her. Supernatural, the Lord cleansed her eyes. Can you see? Yes, I can see you. Count one, two, three, four, four, four. Was happy. Personally, I sang the song. The song was in Tonga. That was the song. She stood up and started dancing. And it was in camera. The living God is yesterday, today, and forever. He is still healing people. He is still touching the people. He is still doing the miracle. God, we are saving. Are you catching up something? Are we together? I don't want to depress you. <laughs> oh, God is good. God is wonderful. God is great. We were living on the farm. <clears throat> and this farm belonged to Derek Bauer. On this farm, he doesn't want the people to come on his farm unwanted. Derek, he's an African guy. So, one evening, around five o'clock, elder men around, maybe we can say 90-something, very, very elder men, he was coming. When he came on that farm, he went straight to my house. Hey, Grandpa, good evening. Good evening. Grandpa, are you here on this farm? Anyone knows about you? No, I'm looking for a job. Ah, Grandpa, 
Are you looking for a job? Yes, I'm looking for a job. What kind of a job, Grandpa, you do? Anytime I, I can just have a, uh, a guard, a security. I can be a security, my goodness. <laughs> Grandpa was wearing his jacket. And this jacket is almost like 90 years was never been washed. So you will understand yourself. That jacket, how perfume was there. <laughs> if the younger generation can faint just because of the perfume. But we didn't faint. Grandpa, where are you from? Grandpa mentioned the name of the village. Okay, Grandpa, wonderful. But now it's late, Grandpa. Where are you going to? I know if there is a space, I will just sleep here. Grandpa, really, we prepare in the kitchen a place, Grandpa, you can sleep here. Thank you very much. We gave the Grandpa food. He ate. Okay, the next morning, Grandpa woke up there. Well, I'm not looking for a job anymore. Please, I'm going home. Grandpa, I had my car that time, and my car was rotten, really. One pastor from any here, Kerik White River, gave me Ford Escort, two door. When you change like this, the gear lever comes out. <laughs> when there is a police, that's how the traffic police, the, the whole car is shaking. <laughs> Grandpa, come in. Grandpa, get into the, the, the car. Pastor Simon, let's go to accompany the grandpa. Grandpa, where do you live? In that village. So we are driving Grandpa to his house, which comes to the village. Grandpa, where's your house? No, he mentioned another village ahead. That village there. <clears throat> he tells us the story of that village. We go to another village. Grandpa, where's your house? He tells us, no, that village. Grandpa, what village? That village, that village, that village. Oh, my goodness. Grandpa, just tell us where you from. Grandpa, no, just that village. But he knows each and every village, the stories of those villages. All right, as we went through, I think she knows a place called Lihau. Maybe you know the place. So as we come to a place called Lihau, the grandpa, we look grandpa, the grandpa was no longer there. He vanished. Hey, grandpa, we stopped the car. Grandpa, grandpa, and so on. The smell, the smell was gone. Grandpa was gone. Vanish. We say, who? Oh, my goodness. It means we are going to die or what? Let's pray. We begin praying. Lord, help us, help us. We don't want to die. We finish. Right after that, we turn. We went back home. Hey, how are we going to tell the people about this? Grandpa just vanish in the car. Just vanish like this. 89 night, another day, the same week, they brought a lady. 
that was picking up the tobacco. This lady, her name is Isabella. She died, collapsed. Her sister, she said, I'm going to take her to the pastor. They put her in the boots of the car. Two o'clock another day was coming. Because on the farm, didn't want the strange people there. That's why they came two o'clock in the morning and comes. Say, my sister Isabella is dead. Is there in the car there? We wanted to pray for. We take. She was stiff because she was in the boots and she's tall girl. Exactly the place where we laid a grandpa. We laid her there. She jumped. She became alive without us praying. Why? Jesus laid it there and Jesus rose that lady from the Lord. He's alive. We are serving God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's alive. Jesus is alive. He's alive. Oh my goodness. When the scripture said, do not neglect entertaining the strangers. Why? Because we might entertain the angel. We have entertained the grandpa, which was Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. God is wonderful. There was a story after story when we were living on the farm. Story after story. Some people, we were taking them to any here kirk in White River for them to testify. We were given, they were just given five minutes. But that five minutes was enough. They could understand that on the farm, God is doing something miracles. The Lord that we are serving is great. What he wants, he wants to transform you to become a true Obadiah. So when the scripture is spoken to you, what the scripture says? The script, when the word is spoken, it has to create. The word has to establish. The word has to preserve. My prayer is this. The next few years that are coming, let there be a true Obadiah. True Obadiah to look after other people. The preaching must not be only for the pastors. We have to go out there to the homeless. We have to reach to them. To those, the street boys, street girls, we have to go out there and reach them. And when we leave that work for one person, when until when we're going to reach the whole world? The world is waiting. True, 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 the world is waiting. In abundance way. When God speaks, we have to, to be obedient. Thank you, Father. Another person that you want, especially this time, the one that I see, we have to rise up Barnabas. Barnabas, they go around just only encouraging other people. I'm speaking it prophetically. Family, just become a Barnabas. Just become Obadiah. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. If God can transform a jungle boy to go into the cities, places, speaking of the righteousness of the Lord. 
What about you? What about us as we are sitting here together? What God is bringing, family, no house will not contain. This house is very small. What is coming? When we are all standing on our mission, when we are all doing what he commanded us to, this house is very small. There will be no building to accommodate what God is busy planning. A revival is here. A revival is here. Whoa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Acts chapter 11, verse 22 says, When the church at Jerusalem heard that what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw these evidences of God's blessing, he was filled with joy. He encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. Barnabas was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and strong in faith and many people were brought to the Lord. Barnabas, just like Obadiah. They said this matter, what we can do is just to call out for Barnabas to come to encourage the body of Christ. And he came. When we are all depressed, who is going to encourage other people? Don't be selfish. Don't kill yourself. Don't commit suicide. There was a place where the suicidal rate was higher to the brim. And another lady said, ah, this, village, this village is in Atasi. That when you go in Austria, next to Germany, right there, there is a place where Adolf Hitler was born. That village where Adolf Hitler was born was higher in on the planet with a suicidal rate. I said, no, we cannot allow this. Let's go there to pray. Hallelujah. It was wonderful. We gathered the pastors. We were almost like seven. We went to Upper Austria. We began praying. We break the the, the spirit of suicide, we break the spirit of suicide, we break the spirit of suicide. We walk all around the village. The suicidal, the, the last girl was seven years old that suicidal. Just think about this. It was demonic. It was demonic. 2006, we pray, we pray, we cleanse the area. In the name of Jesus, we claim this area for Jesus, belong to Jesus. We came back since 2006 until today. No single soul that has been suicided in Upper Austria. Thank you, Spirit of God. God that sees. That is what he said. Every place where you put your feet, I will give it to you. So don't worry of going into darkness. Why? Because there he wants to claim that land through you. We have our church at the back door. Back door was higher in crime. Where we have a Bible school, where we have our church, the crime was higher. One day with my wife, we were going and with our son, and then we arrived there, the people start, the gang stars start chasing us with a gun. Bah, 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 bah. 
We are running. We come to the house. We don't know what, whose house was that. We came there. We closed the door. They came outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we called one of the pastors. Hey, they want to kill us here. I said, I'm coming. I'm calling them. And then we called the police. They came on our rescue. We finished. My wife said, are you sure? Are we going to plant a church here? I said, we are going to plant a church here. This is just a manifestation of demons. It's, it's nothing. All right, we got a place, amazing, and we started building. All the gangsters vanish. That place where every week one soul was slaughtered. What happened? God changed the area, became a new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Even today, our missionaries, a couple from Germany lived there in the village. A couple from Poland lived there in the village. A couple from France lived there in the village. A lady, a single lady from Norway lived there in the village. Peaceful, they travel, they walk by foot everywhere. No crime, nothing. Believe that God can cleanse the area. Believe that the area can be claimed by God through us. My prayer, become an Obadiah of the Lord. Become Baranaba of the Lord. They encourage us. They bless us. They support us of the kingdom of God. All the days of your life. Wow, God is good. God is wonderful. I don't know why I went to that route. I didn't plan. Please forgive me. I didn't plan that route. I'm just speaking because it came from the Lord. Deben will be a bread basket to the nations. Will be a bread basket. Don't think of running away from Deben. Stay here. God will transform the city. God will transform the presence, the province. God will transform this area to become a safest area on the planet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Woo.